for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good morning to you and welcome. This is what, February 24th, 2021. We got a lot to cover and a lot to talk about today. And at the end of all of the, um, at the end of the panelist, I'm going to come back and talk about something that's going to affect a few coffee clubs coming up in the near future, but we'll talk about we'll wait to talk about that in just a few minutes. Jennifer, how are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm good, I think. It's a pretty day, sunny, nice. Yeah, you're holding in there, aren't you? Holding in. Another project to do that's not going to be nearly as big as the last one, thank goodness. Well, that's good. Hey, keep working and then support me in the lifestyle. So that's it. That's That's the whole purpose behind all this. So, all right, let's go to Radio Tim. Um, It said he just left. Oh, did he? He Okay, well, that's my good luck, isn't it? We'll just start with you then, Chris. Well, we are good. 
We finally had some snow melt yesterday. Big, huge slide slid off the roof last night. It was really loud. And it's supposed to get up to 52 today, and um, we're all good. Very good. Oh, my back. You're you back, want, Tim. We'll get to you okay. in just one second, uh, that Tim. Was a, uh, I don't know if it's Comcast fault or what. Oh. But anyway. We'll get to you in just one second. Chris, what, sure. what are you having for dinner there? There's something that sounds real good. We're having some barbecue ribs that I picked up from Sam's about three weeks ago and put in the freezer. And they are just about thawed. We're going to have that. Dave's going to have steak fries. I'm probably going to have sweet potato fries. And we may have a salad or something like that. I don't know. Now, do you do your ribs in the Instapot, or do you do them No, these are pre-cooked. These are the ones that Sam's makes, and so I will just do them in the June. And they're good. Do you, they're get good. Your, do you make your own sweet potato fries? No, but I could. I do have sweet potatoes here, but sweet potatoes are really difficult to cut. Where do you get they're your hard. sweet potato fries at? Just the store? Well, I asked for sweet potato puffs, but I okayed crinkle fries as a substitution, and I'm not sure... Now, if they came from Martin's or Walmart, I don't remember which order I got them in. But they have, but they both have them. See now, sweet potato fries are much bigger in the South than they are in the North. I mean, my uh, my, my my wife Krista was when she's from Georgia, she loves sweet potato fries, but not oh, regular I do fries. Too. <clears throat> All right, Radio Tim, we'll give you a shot at it. All right, hopefully this will keep connected here. Anyway, uh, things are going well here we've uh, well gotten by some of the terrible cold weather and all that stuff here we've been having highs in the low 40s this week that's good pretty nice (laughs) pretty wonderful anyway and uh, just generally things are going well waiting to get my vaccine who knows when oh yeah (laughs) I'm trying to get mine in two but we seem to be having some issues there. All right, uh, Jeff. Everything is doing well here in, all, in Albany, New York. I, it, it is very difficult to get an appointment here in New York State. I have three, but I didn't really want three, but I, my sister set one up for me. I, I already set one for myself before, but she was upset. She didn't, she didn't want me traveling to Utica, so she set me up with an appointment, with, and I had already set up another appointment, so... Um, it's 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 not good. It, it it was very unorganized in the way they had to roll it out because of the way things were handled on the federal government, and then that's um, hopefully that will change. But everything is good here. We're actually going to have temperatures that almost hit fifty degrees today here in Albany, New York. I I like uh, keep the spring weather coming our way, but I don't I know it won't last. But at least even if it gets colder, it's not going to be that much colder. It was pretty cold in the last few weeks. So, but we're doing here doing okay here. Very very good. Well, before we get to everybody and we open up the phones. You know, a few months ago, I told you I went to a doctor's office and they they didn't treat us with so much respect or me with, you know, and very condescending. Well, yesterday, I should have known something was up when I got a call at 7.30 in the morning wanting me to come to the doctor right away. Now... These surgeons, Jennifer, are called, what are they called again? Thoracic? Yeah, thoracic surgeons. Thoracic surgeons. I'm not sure exactly what that is, but it's different, I think, than a... um, They they cover all of your general area of heart and lungs and that stuff. 
and those types of things. So I thought, wow. Uh, she said, we'd like for you to come in today. So I went in there, and he said, uh, in the, the staff was very, very nice from the beginning. Jenny and I went in there, and they immediately assigned somebody to help us with the paperwork, and were very professional about it, very good. Took us back there. Then I had to see a nurse and then a physician assistant, and then the doctor came in. And so the the bottom line is, at some point very, very soon, um, I may be away from the coffee club for a week or two because... Whatever this condition is, it's a. They're going to have to do a valve replacement and whatever else they have to do. And he said, "You're just too young and in, in good health not to do this." So that's and I said, "Well, what's my choices here?" And he goes, "You don't really have options." So he said, "You've got another option, but you're not going to like it." So um, he said, "This is progressing pretty fast. Let's let's do this." Well, right you have two or three options, but well, what was the other option? I didn't understand it. Well, one option he said was they could control it for a while with medicine, but that it it would not it wouldn't last, and you were young enough that they wouldn't. They it, he didn't recommend that. And they can do, they had a couple different ways they could replace the valve without doing, one way they could do it through a catheter without doing open heart surgery. But he said that if they do that, that you don't get, he didn't really say you don't get as good a valve, but it's because you're so young that that valve, if they did it that way, would only last about five years or so. So if they do it through open heart surgery, then you get, they can put a different valve in and you got a good 25 or 30 years. So, and he said, if you do nothing, then... You'll go into, maybe in the next six months or so, you would go, you could possibly start going into heart failure. So saying all of that, I didn't see too many options. So... Yes, it's scary, but it has to be done. So we got to do what we got to do, make the best of it. And if I miss a few shows, I will be back. And I understand there's more important things than shows, even though I don't think so. But I will be back. The legend will go on and we'll be back bigger and better than ever. So... I have to give them a thumbs up yesterday. They were professional from the word go. I've got to get a few more tests and then the surgery. And yes, it is, you know, we, he said, if you go back to Indiana, you're just going to delay the the process and we can't really afford to do all the delaying. So that's where we stand. And I just want you guys to 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 be up to date and know where we're at in what we're going to have to do, and that's it. And so 
you know, that's that's really what I can say. Um, let's see. Do we have some raised hands, Jeff? We do have two hands. We have we have Joe Sorensen and we have Buddy in the and Buddy. So, uh, Joe, can you unmute yourself, please? And then they, go ahead, uh, Joe. Oh, hi. Good morning. Here it's thirty degrees, and it's supposed to get up to sixty degrees. Nice temperatures. Oh, it is great here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and all of that great stuff. And uh, I, I have an interesting thing about rice. I, I, I can save that for, for All Things Radio, if that would be better. Um, but, but anyway, uh, the, the interesting thing, which some people don't know, because of the success of, of Rush Linval, Larry King in, in 1993 wanted to cut back his schedule. Yeah, so they, they put him on in the afternoon, Larry King, 2 to 5 Central Time. And I was living in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I, I picked him up on WEBC in Duluth, Minnesota, 560, about 150 miles from Minneapolis, because a lot of the stations were not carrying his daytime. But his last day on Mutual Radio, I, I looked it up, was May 27th, 1994. Then, he, then they would simulcast his, his CNN show the rest of the time. So I just thought I'd bring this little little entry into um, because of the success of Rush Lindvall's daytime to, to put Larry King for a while in the in the in the afternoon. Well, thank you, Joe. And we are praying for you. Bill. Oh, thank so, you. Um, you know, it, it's all going to work out just fine. Thank you. All right. Who's next, Jeff? OK, buddy, can you unmute yourself? It's star six on that phone of yours. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, Bill, we're praying for you and, and hope the best for you and, and Je- Jennifer. Um, I have a question for uh, Chris and uh, Dave. Um, you did an Apple, uh, Apple Watch and the other day, and I think you had the Libra, and you pressed it and said uh, to check your sugar. What, uh, what kind of watch was that, and where do you get it? was actually someone else doing the Dexcom. Yeah, they were doing the Dexcom. Oh, the Dexcom. Okay. Yeah, I don't... But, buddy, stay tuned. That's, I think that's coming to an Apple Watch real soon. Okay. Um, how they're going to do it, we don't know. Yeah, that was actually me on uh, the Dexcom. Yeah, there's that girl. Remember the girl, uh, JR, that from Florida, Lynn... Was her name? No, well, I, I've done it here on the show myself. Yeah. think it might right. come to the Libra, maybe? Well, she did it, buddy, with the Descom, but she also did it with Siri on her It f- probably will come to the Libra. Yeah. But right yeah. now, that is unique to the, the Dexcom and... There's some differences between the two of them, and one of them is right now. Now, maybe this has changed, so correct me if I'm wrong, but the Dexcom only lasts 10 days instead of 14. Right. Um, I think they're going to change that. That is. Yeah. They are changing that in the next Dexcom. And you use the Dexcom, right, JR? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> it, yep. 
it uh, works, and that's the one you put in your stomach instead of your arm. You can put it. You can put it. I mean, they recommend you know putting it in your stomach. They recommend you know, but I people have put it all over their bodies, and I mean all over their bodies. But the other thing is. Now, correct me if I'm incorrect about the Dexcom, but isn't that mainly used for folks who are on insulin and not can? Well, all these, all these, even the Libre, all the, even the Libre, the Dexcom, um, to get your insurance companies to pay for it, they all want you to have um, logs. They want you to, when you first apply for the, the Dexcom or the Libre um, to get your insurance companies to pay for it. They want you to do three finger sticks. They want to see labs of three finger sticks per day. Now, mine did not. My insurance, my Federal Blue Cross Blue Shield did not. Um, It probably does. I mean, do you get Medicare to pay for the whole thing or the... No, no, my... My my health insurance is Federal Blue Cross, and we, the Social Security office, didn't pay into Medicare, so my insurance is with the federal government, but I did right. not have to do that. Yeah, maybe maybe because of Bill's insurance, it's a lot different. Right. Maybe it's different. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, buddy, I think that's going to happen. Okay. I think that's going to happen. Good. Thank you. All right, who's next? Oh, uh, we've got, uh, let me just say who's next. Gail's going to be next. After Gail will be Fran, and after Fran will be Bill. Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? Go ahead, Gail. You're, you're unmuted. Hi. Um, I wish you the best, Bill. Thank you. I really do. You know, something like that, that I wish you the best, and I, I'm going to miss you when you're gone taking care of things, but things like that are important. I'll be and, back to play you those requests. <laughs> and and also it is it still feels so good to be home. Right. After I still have to pinch myself. It still feels good to be home and Wendy is working out well. My blood sugar readings have been phenomenally great lately. I got some Bavarian cream cream sugar donuts for you, Gail, but I guess you can uh, No, thank you. I don't think so. Now, Bill, I still think that we ought to broadcast your surgery live. Well, I got no problem with that one, but <laughs> Dr. Mike. You know, if it, and, and Tim, in reality, if it was the cable health network before it was Lifetime, they, they would have done that because, remember, they used to do surgeries live at some point. Those great. Remember the, oh, yeah. the surgeon told me yesterday that he does 200 of these a year. Wow. So uh, they're pretty common. I guess, I mean, I, you know, I guess they're pretty common. Yeah. Tim, didn't you have surgery on your heart or did you? Well, I I had stints put in. I've had that done three times because they're kind of like what you were having as far as how long they last, although they last a little longer than that. They <laughs> usually say 10 years. Um, and the first one I had was 2006. And then I had to have, well, then I had one in 2010, which was a different place that it was done. And then in 2016, I had, well, they don't really replace it. They put a stint inside a stint. And I don't mm. understand how that works, but but it worked. And, and that keeps the arteries open, right? Was, uh, yeah. Yep. So, and, and, 
did they ask you to cut down on some of your activities, like 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 shoveling snow or doing anything like that? And now that you're you know over that stuff, or are things back to normal pretty much for you, Tim? Pretty much back to normal, although they they don't recommend doing too much shoveling and stuff like that. Well, they actually say not to do that in the real cold weather. Right. So. So I mean, we shall see what we shall see what we. But you know, he just said you should be back to a much better version of your normal life, and he explained the things that were going on, and there's no problem making a believer out of you. So, do you have any like chest pain or? Not really. I haven't noticed any. I've noticed maybe. I don't have the energy level I used to have, but yeah. I figured that was old age, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I figured that was 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 old age, you know. But you, but it, you know, it could be a genetic thing. We don't know. Um, but you know, it's one of those things that just has to be done and. And the only gold he said was, you may be in the hospital up to a week. He said, because you're blind, and this is where we disagreed, you might want to go to a rehab center. I just as soon come home if all choices be being equal. Not because you're blind, but because you might not have the strength to get yourself out of bed, and he didn't think I would be able to get you up. It doesn't have anything to do with no, a lot of times people blind. go through. Um, I have a friend of mine who had the same surgery. He went for cardiac rehabilitation, and uh, but uh, but you know you'll have to make that choice, and they'll have to evaluate you after the surgery, Bill, All to right, make and that. See what what goes on. Let's see who's. All right. Well, next is um, next is Fran in uh, Vila, and then Bill in Chicago. Fran, okay. can you unmute yourself, please? And then th- there you go. Here Fran. I am. Anyway, um, good morning, everybody, and I wish you the best bill definitely on your surgery heart surgery sounds kind of scary um but my mom's gone through it anyway um we've had a weird (laughs) time here in texas we're not used to snow and we had about six to eight inches of snow out here and one of the pipes in our building broke and set off the smoke alarm so, or the fire alarm in the whole building because what happens is if the water pressure because we have a sprinkler system and you know fire sprinkler system so if the water pressure goes down it sets off the building uh fire alarm so here we are and we're not used to walking in snow and we go out there and it's like 15 degrees and <laughs> we had to stay out there for about 45 minutes and they couldn't get the uh sound to go off you know the sound to go off and it's just horribly loud and everything so um they finally came and let us into the where they show the movies here and stuff so um and then we were without water for about three days and a lot of people have been without it a lot longer than that no power and you know we just are not (laughs) we were not prepared at all and uh, so it was kind of an interesting time. Um, and I guess that's about all that's really going is the, on here. Is the sound one of those that's 
real high pitched where it yes extremely high pitched and, and and it's um i have both gary and i have tinnitus um and it just really messes with us so yeah um, i know the one we had at work was that way and i always had trouble with it because it threw my direction yeah abilities off (laughs) yeah mine mine too and um you know fortunately they have you know these hands like rails that we can follow (laughs) yeah i always joked about being able to lead people out of the building but with that it really made it difficult you know i was gonna say at at least with my place there there are alarm bells that go off whatever the smoke detectors go off or whatever and and then these fire doors close to to protect the building because there are different wings to our apartment complex and they run on Mm -hmm. magnets and so when the when this alarm goes off the magnetism is 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 no longer working because it's an electromagnet and current is cut to the magnets and the fire doors close automatically which is supposed to and so when the alarms go off and they make, and the year the doors makes this big boom and you wonder what the heck's going on but the, that's what I, that's what they do here so oh wow and, yeah, they, and oh good Jim good I was going to say that's the way they worked at work too with the magnets and all that and uh... Uh, and the biggest problem in Texas as as you know is that the power grid does they can't get power from an, another state to come in uh, that's what I read in the in the news in the yeah time. and. So they really are having problems with an antiquated grid and all these members of the energy company in Dallas or the energy commission in Dallas resigned from the board because they, first of all, they aren't even from Texas and they're on the board and they've resigned. And there's going to be a lot of hearings and a lot of investigations as to why they were so unprepared for this. So that's, oh, uh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of backlash from this. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Thank you. Thank you very sure. much, Fran. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Fran. Uh, Bill, can you unmute thyself, please? In Chicago. Go ahead, Bill. Yep. I'm here, I guess. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good luck on your surgery, Bill. We'll keep you in your prayers, and uh, you'll be okay. Part oh. of the rehab, that depends on how you recover after surgery, what they figure. Yeah. You can get around or be able to get up and get around or do what you can do. That depends on that because you may have to do some may have to do some exercise or something to get certain strength back. Or something. Back, yeah. But anyways, it's uh, 40, 45 degrees here. Snow's melting. I'm down to maybe 12 inches on the ground right now. And otherwise, everything's doing okay. Oh, and, and Fran down in Texas, I have a nephew who lives outside of Houston. And during this thing, I called him uh, last Tuesday, and he was five above zero. But he had a generator because my brother worked in AC and electrician. And they, he had a generator, so he made sure... My nephew had a big generator, so he, he was never without power in his house. But the neighbor next door broke a pipe, and the kids were ice skating in the living room on the hardwood floor. Not with not with ice skates, but, you know, skating on their feet. It, they, it froze that bad, so it was bad down there. And, you know, Bill, they're not used to that kind of cold weather, and when the, and the pipes oh, yeah, aren't, right. you know, like here, the pipes aren't going to freeze in Albany, New York, in my apartment building because they they, they, they built and they're well-insulated. But, but uh, it, when, here, where you were in Texas, where you're talking about, they're just not used to that kind of weather. It, and it well, no, very rarely happens. Yeah, they don't. And did you hear about the people when they when they got the power back on? Uh, I heard, you heard on the news and that, that, the, that some way, I don't know how this works, some way the power company, you can set up a minimum payment toward your electricity, your automatic payment. But if you don't do that, they can take the automatic payments and then charge the non-automatic payments to make up the difference that they need 
to get things back. And did you see where some people got $17,000 and $6,000 light bills for three days of electricity? I heard. And, and, and one lady said on television that her light bill was with, that, that was a $9,000 light bill, which was three mortgage payments. And, and these people right. aren't going to pay it. But you know what's going to happen, Bill, by well, what the they've been saying? The, yeah. Well, no, not only that. Uh, the people from Texas are going to pay for this for years and years and years because what's going to happen is they'll just add a bunch of surcharges to the bills to raise up the utility rates to pay for all this. Oh crap. yeah, right, right. And then, the, then they're going to have to winterize it. They were told, I guess, oh, back what a year or so ago to, to to winterize that stuff, and they just ignored them. So, and of course, their their U.S. senator he's in he's kind of in hot water. Again. No, he's he in went, Mexico. He went to Mexico and... but he's back. <laughs> He only went down for one day and turned right around and coming back. Yeah, because he felt guilty. <laughs> well, yeah, well, well he, he got well, he so much to, grief. Right. Well, the thing I want to know, and nothing, nothing's been said on the news, you know, there's a rule now. If you go out of the country to Mexico, Canada, or even to Europe, anywhere, you have to be tested negative 72 hours before you can come back into the country. And he flew out and flew right back because he went out of the country and his family stayed in Mexico and they came back and did they get tested because well, everybody else has to. If you're only gone for a day, you're okay. Well, he could, but the others stayed for the week. The family stayed down in Cancun for the week. So they'll have to be tested when they come back. Well, they're back. They're back. <laughs> they come back this past weekend. So did they get tested. <laughs> I've been in so Cancun. Amazing. It's real nice out there, but uh, but when right. you're supposed to be representing your your district or your state uh, as a, as a senator, and you and you know you, you don't follow the protocols that that you want everyone else to follow, or you're telling everyone else to follow, that doesn't that, that doesn't set a good example. Bill, we have one more hand raised okay. that I want to get to Gary, and but you did make some very good points. Gary, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, I, my mother told me not if you can't say anything nice about somebody, don't say anything at all. So I won't say anything about our senator. But uh, uh, talking about smoke, the fire alarm in this building, it's uh, we luckily are right across from a stairway door. But uh, I think that it is the um, thing has messed up my hearing a little bit. Um, but. It seems like my right ear is a little weaker than it once was, but, uh, but you know, it's uh, this whole situation is such a massive mess up. And you're right, we're going to be paying for it for years. And when you have something that's completely deregulated, you then uh, don't. You're going to have things like that happen uh, because people aren't doing what they need to do. Um, and on the topic of sweet potatoes. You know, I mean, I, I was born in the South, and there are two things I don't like, sweet potatoes, cornbread, and sweet tea. I don't like that, any of that stuff. No, I, I get the sweet potatoes. Cornbread I love, but sweet tea, I know someone who drinks sweet tea by the gallon. I mean, they really love that stuff. I can't drink that. I can drink just a little of it, and it gets just, just too sweet for me. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Oh, sweet tea's good. Yeah, I, I knew you'd say that, Chris. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> sweet tea, it. sweet potatoes, catfish. Now, catfish, I'll go all that. that catfish is good, you know. And cornbread really smells good when it's cooked. I love cornbread, jalapeno um, cornbread. Just leave the cheese out. We knew you'd say that too, Chris. But do you do you make your own <laughs> cornbread, Chris? Or do you actually do that occasionally? Or no, I do make it. You do. Mm-hmm. I like monkey bread, and and I never had that until I until I met Kristen because well, uh, she's from Georgia. I, I've never had it before until monkey she... bread's good too, but they're very 
uh, not similar. <laughs> no, I know that, but I've, Fran was saying she likes it too. I don't even know what monkey bread is. I guess uh, I just not lived life. Monkey bread monkey. is cinnamon and sugar and bread <clears throat> and butter. Well, not real bread. It's like biscuits or dough that you make, right. and you put it all in a bun pan or something or a cake pan mixed up together, and you just pull it apart. Oh, I try and that. I, you can yeah, put I'm nuts or whatever in it. Yeah. Uh, and Bill, good luck uh, with the surgery. You're in my thoughts, and uh, we'll be thinking about you. Appreciate that, Gary. Um, appreciate that, but but I'll be back on all things radio and the stuff that we do. So just what a little pause to get fixed up. Jeff, do we well, have any I, more? I, yeah. I was going to talk about. I thought Mike was going to be in today, but he didn't show up. But I was going to just talk about. A cell phone program that we're all using, but I can't demonstrate it right now. But it's a talk, and I've told Bill about it, and I'll get him his invite. It's a it's a show called um, or talk. It's a it's a phone conversation thing. It's called Clubhouse. I have that app. I'm not and, on it, but I have the app. Yeah, and they and the concept here is this that is that uh, if you, I hold I hold I open a room, and that room is a stage that I'm on, and the people listening to the conference um, are in the audience. And there are town halls, there are clubs, there are hallways. It's kind of like face, it's kind of like Twitter in, in that you have followers and friends. So um, right now, they're, they're, if you want the app, it, the best way to get it is to go to the app store. You can get it; they will they will let you into the app without an invite. But the best way to get you, get that app is to go to the app store, look for Clubhouse, and it's only available for the iPhone. And then, uh, if like for example, I was I was invited by uh, Mike Loft. And I invited two of my friends. And the more invites you invite, the more invites you get. You, the more invites they give you to invite to invite other people. So yeah, and it, uh, people say that there's a lot of people in there, especially if you like talk and information. And it's not like like you'd go in one of these chat rooms at VIP or. Something like that. I this mean, is... there are sighted people using it, and there and there are a lot of like the one of the celebrities I can tell you is, is a comedian <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. She's got a room. She she creates well, rooms up there. And uh, Elon Musk had a room in there, and uh, Jonathan Mosen did a whole pot. And if you want, if, if the, what's the name of that Mosen podcast? Um, um, Mosen at large, and uh, he did a whole podcast on the. Uh, yeah, and and um, oh. What's the guy's Mark Zuckerberg? Mark Facebook Zuckerberg and thing. Mike is coming in right now. Mike Loft is coming of Mike in right now. Speaking if he's right there to. Hey, Mike, we just want... could, uh, we're talking I about Clubhouse. Could... Uh, can you unmute? Yeah, you are muted. Go ahead. Yeah, I was listening. I was being lazy, just listening like the general public on uh, my Google Home. So, yeah, I absolutely love the Clubhouse app. I've communicated, reconnected with so many people that I've lost touch with over the years. Uh, there's so many great blind people in there doing many great things. And I just can't say enough good things about this app. It, the conversations are very civil and everyone is very courteous and just a lot of intelligent, great conversations. I've been networking and connecting with people. I found four other people that build WordPress websites like I do. So we're, we're networking, working together, and we'll be able to get larger projects together. So any. I guess the best scenario I was thinking about this last night is imagine the coffee club 24-7, just nonstop <laughs> coffee club 
talking with great people. You know, you, you get in these rooms and the conversations, you never know where they're going to go. You talk about something for a few minutes and then, you know, it goes a different direction. But it is very directed, what they call clubs, that are rooms of very specific interests. So if you're interested in, I don't know, you want to learn about headphones or you want to learn about uh, WordPress or uh, making food, making monkey bread, you know, whatever. It's, it's any, <laughs> The sky's the limit. This thing has gone, well, I understand, the beginning of February. It had 1 million users, and now it's up to 10 million. And when it started uh, so, out, there were 1,500 users, Mike. Right. Well, back in April of last year, it was very targeted. Uh, but, I mean, I just, I've listened to just discussions on relationships. I mean, everything. They had they had and, disability dating. I, I heard a room on that. I didn't go to it, but I had a room on that. One of the things we could talk about, Mike, and as uh, and and as you know, because is that the developers of this of this app have a, have a, put up a room occasionally, and they are very responsive to the needs of people with who are visually impaired or totally blind using voiceover, and they've they've been doing their best to make changes to make the app even more usable than it might have been even before. And uh, there are some is, is accessibility issues, but they're really minor right now. And uh, what do you think about that, Mike? Have you, did you have you seen that kind of postings up there? Uh, yes, they. There were a lot of improvements made exactly two weeks ago on February 11, and you know it's there's still a few little loose things to to take care of, and they really have to do with your ability kind of to know who's currently speaking. But most people have been courteous enough to introduce themselves by name when they first enter a room, so that you have that association. Even in standard quote unquote public sighted community, they've learned that as well. Uh, what it does is it puts a little kind of a purple ring i think around your name as you're speaking so but they are working on that a group of uh blind persons submitted a very detailed document of things that they felt needed to happen and it's been accepted and so i think we'll only see improvements as time goes on right now it's iphone only but i do understand there's an android version you know in private beta so soon folks like you bill are using android phones will be able to participate I'll be honest, I don't know that this would ever come to the telephone, but I, I can't say that. I, I don't know. But I what about, the, what about that, the computer? Do you think there might be a computer app for this? Uh, yeah, I just hadn't heard talk about that, but I, w- I would assume at some point that will happen. But the reason I think they you're starting with the mobile devices is, and this being audio only, voice only, is that it's something you can do. You can multitask. You can have it on and be in a listen mode. And uh, then raise your hand when you want to talk. So it's similar to the coffee club. You can't just go into a room and start talking unless you create a room, which is easy to do, by the way. And then you could be the moderator and you can direct the conversation. But I've had a chance to take over as a moderator. And I actually started my own room the other night. And what happens is the people that you follow, some of your friends that maybe get a notification on their phone, hey, you or so-and-so has started a room and the name of it. And you can just simply double tap, and in the room you go. And the great thing is you can use this on your iPhone, and you don't even have to. It's probably, it's really recommended that you should be muted at all times when you're not wanting to talk, and it's conveniently in the bottom right corner of the screen, but that you can move around and no one hears that. You can still swipe around and do things, and unlike Zoom uh, and other apps, you don't hear that. They've got good noise cancellation. So you can sit there and do other things, and you can even exit the app and do other things and still be able to talk. Whereas Zoom, you can exit and still hear Zoom, but you can't actually talk. 
So, Why do you think it's so popular? Because you know, most of the people who use it aren't blind. They're sighted. Why? And you'd think that with video not being a part of this app, that it wouldn't be popular. But why do you think it's so popular? Well, believe it or not, uh, a lot of people in the pandemic, they didn't want video. They did. They, you know, people want to be able to do other things. They don't want to have to worry about how they look at a given moment. And it, it amazes me as well. But I'm, I'm very excited about it. I, I hope the momentum keeps going in the direction it is. I know there was some concern that once it's publicly available and just anybody can join, that it would degrade the audio, as, as some of you may have used the VoRail service that started out great. And then just unfortunately, those uh, who less maturity and, and so forth, you know, came in and, and ruined what initially was a great service. But as someone pointed out, this thing has algorithms. So as long as you follow the right people and interesting people that those that that may not have your level of interest or intellect they will kind of be in their own rooms and, and hopefully the two shall sell them uh meet so but this room is it's based on an honor system so the good thing is even though invites are limited anyone can go and get the app and you just create your account and then it's called a waiting list but then anyone that's using it will see in their uh you know, an option that you've requested to join, and then they can, is it called, click on the let them in button. But you don't want to just let anyone in because they are tied to you. So if their behavior is not appropriate, that could negatively reflect on you. So you as a user of it, you don't want to bring in anyone that you cannot vouch for their character or if you know them to have mental or maturity issues, then, then maybe you don't want to make that commitment. So the hope is to keep it, you know, everything above board and, it just worked great. You can have disagreements and still have very civil discussions. But I, I just like the fact that you have a, you know, an event just like this, and it's nonstop. I mean, the you have multiple people in there. You the moderators decide how many are unmuted. But the the you know, so when you're on the main stage, as, it, as I say, these other rooms, you know, they're going to limit how many people are able to talk at a given time. But in these rooms, they're just you know. The blind community, different persons are opening up. You might have 15 or 20 people, and it actually works. Sometimes it's a little busy. Maybe someone's got a TV on, and you can hear their news. And, you know, so it will be nice when they add the enhancement to see who sometimes is unknowingly generating noise, and you can just go back and mute them, or at least ask them to mute themselves. Because some people they do it on accident, they don't realize they're unmuted. It, it as happens here in Zoom. So I just can't speak highly enough of it, the great conversations and the ability to connect with people I haven't spoken with a long time. And I'm sure any of you that would connect to it would probably find some folks that, uh, you know, you just haven't spoken with in years. It's crazy. I've, you know, met almost everybody that I work with with former employers and stuff. So I I'm very excited. I got back in touch with Randy Rusnak, who I hadn't talked to in a while. He's on there. He's on there quite quite often. Randy, the big R, Randy Rusnak is on there. Too. Oh, um, yeah, he would like that. I think we got about three hands. Yeah, we do. Maybe, so, maybe they're related uh, to we'll this. Let, um, we'll get to those hands. Uh, and let's start with you, Jerry, in Indiana, Pennsylvania. And then Gary will be next. And and there's a 17732 area code. That's Joni. Yeah, I thought so. Go ahead, okay. Jerry. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Bill, first of all, I want to say, as we all know, we do serve an awesome God, and we're lifting you up in prayer. And, you know, um, you've got a capable staff on the legend here. Um, Don't worry about uh, presenters, and I know that things will go along fine. And uh, getting to what we got here in Indiana, PA, uh, we're going up to 57 degrees today. And the snow is melting, and, uh, oh, 
spring should, uh, we're getting close to March now, so spring will be coming on the 20th of March. There we go. And Tim, you might want to check the email. There's a, there's a voicemail in there that I, I can't get to, and maybe you can get to it. It right. didn't come out as recorded, so I wasn't sure. I didn't have time to play it back to see. So just wanted okay. to let you know. Go ahead, Jeff. Maybe we got All some All right. More. And um, uh, Gary, do you mind if I – well, I'll get you. Go ahead, Gary. Go ahead. You're unmuted. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just curious. How do you – if you don't have an invite to Clubhouse, uh, how do you get around that? Because I have the app installed, but, I, you know, there, it just says, you know, waiting for your username has been reserved or whatever. Well, um, I get so it has to do with who you have as your contacts. Any of your contacts in your cell phone, they and, and they're using Clubhouse. They will actually see, uh, you know, they'll actually see that you have done, you know, that you registered, and then any one of them can bring you in. Yeah, and unfortunately, none of my contacts are <laughs> on Clubhouse, so you know that's not. Well, here's the other thing too, Micah. You have to be confused because I almost did it. By, I invited the friend of my name uh, in New York City, but I had to realize that in my cell phone, it has two different phone numbers for the individual. I had to remember you got to, and you can't, you have to make sure that you click on the right number in your contacts to invite them. So I had to make sure it was his cell number. Yeah, exactly. Because I saw like three contacts for Bill Florida, but I'm like, well, that's not a cell phone number. So do I put it in my phone? But somehow it knew that. So yeah, you have to make sure it's a cell phone number because it will send a text with a verification code, you know, the two-factor authentication. So, yeah, so right now I'm just kind of waiting at the door. Yeah, you're waiting for someone that you <laughs> yeah, know to, to come in. Yeah, and I don't know anybody who has it, and uh, so I don't know. I don't think it'll take uh, long, Gary, because long, believe Gary. me, this thing is exploding like wildfire. I have added eight people since I, I got it. What you do when you, when you first come on, you get two invites. If you're active in it, uh, you'll get three in a couple of days, and then you'll get another three when you uh, complete a week. So, but that does require that you have some involvement. I don't know if you're more casual. I'm not sure what they do. As a matter uh, of fact, I was told in my, that my name has the word or the uh, picture of a graphic that says party popper. And when you're a new person on Clubhouse for, for the first week that you're on, when you're in a room, it has a, it has a picture of a party hat on your, and next to your name. And that says, is correct. And I just lost mine last night. And most people, we, that was funny because we just all realized this is the first time no one in there had the party hat on. So that's how new it is. But I, I'm telling you by the numbers, yeah, uh, I'm looking Gary, to Gary I don't think it'll be long. Maybe you could reach out to... I don't know how many contacts you have, but, you know, you yeah, probably find most of my contacts are technologically illiterate, you might say. <laughs> right. And, right. But you'll get there. And so probably uh, before the day's over by tomorrow night. So you'll be there. Uh, sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, you'll, you'll love it, Gary. It's a voice. I mean, it's it. I almost think of it as you could almost talk about this on all things radio. It is the future of talk radio. Would you, I, yeah. I, I believe so, Mike. I really do. And normally, Mike and I, we we kind of follow the same circles. And I will tell you that this is something that's very interesting. I don't know if a radio station is going to pick up on it right now, but it certainly is the future of what what talk radio could be. Well, now is that a radio station? You know, yeah, they pick up on it. What someone with the entrepreneurial spirit, and that's where a lot of this is, or a lot of business people in here could easily, you'll work with some of the better hosts and and create a network and go backwards and bring it back into radio. I could see, like, if iHeart or someone like that looking at this and going, wow, this, you know, just as they 
have been purchasing podcast companies and stuff. So there will be a merging of this. This is just a new way to do things, and people have to learn how to. You know, but they're doing a great yeah. job. I mean, I, I'm just blown away. I, and you can't believe I, I saw talks on motivation, on finance, on disability, equal rights, on voting. I mean, every kind of subject you could think of. There's a, there's a room or there's a talk going on with people talking about it. That's just how, how diverse it is. Right. There's a room called 15 percent, which has to, is a reference to the, the percentage of the population that has some form of disability. And they cover a lot of disability issues. And there's been some very interesting discussions in there. So I'm looking forward to getting on it. You will like it, Gary. You will love it. You, it's addicting. I mean, I'm sure it is. so yeah. much time on there in the last week. It's crazy. Yeah. We'll talk about and, that after the show. Let's see. We got a couple more hands. Yeah, we Jeff. do. We have, uh, um, I'd like to get, uh, what's the name of that Your lady in New Jersey? Joni. Joni, Joni, Joni. Do you love me? Joni, go ahead. Unmute yourself. That was Julie, wasn't it? Um, no, I know. I just said it to fix. Go ahead, Joni. I, I did unmute myself. You're there, I, I am unmuted, right? Yes, you are. Yes, yes, you are. Okay, good. Well, Bill, I've been thinking about you for a whole week since you mentioned that you were possibly, well, that you were having difficulties with your heart. So I want to tell you that I had a triple bypass. I guess it's around 12 years ago. And I was scared. It's a very scary thing to think that somebody's going to take your heart out of your body and do some stuff to it and put it back, and it's going to still work. Well, I had a very positive attitude, and when I was told that I should have surgery. No, I was told that I had the choice of having open heart surgery or probably death. Well, I chose the open heart surgery. I had a wonderful surgeon. And, you know, it, it's, it's, I know that it, how scary it is. But, you know, they do so much for the heart today. They do. I don't mean to to be uh, uh, boring, but I, I had um, I had my surgery, and then I was told that I might need a stent. And I guess it was either two or three years ago. I'm not sure, but they put a stent in because. Um, Oh, they thought that I had AFib and a few other things like that, which we won't even, which I didn't. I didn't. My heart just went on a little vacation where it decided to uh, uh, be very, very fast. And that is a weird feeling. But I was fine. I had the stent put in, and I don't have any problems with my heart now. Wonderful. And, and we're just praying for you and thinking about you, Bill, and, you know, God wants us to live, and you do so much for so many people, and, well, Jennifer, I'm sorry to say this, but 
I'm in love with your husband. <laughs> <laughs> you and half the other people in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, Joni. Um, good luck, and um, we'll keep you well informed, Joni. So, well, and well you, you know, so. you go through a lot mentally and emotionally. Um, during and well, you're out during the surgery, but after the surgery, um, I did go to to rehab. I didn't really want to, but my sister came from Arizona and was um, staying in my apartment, and she was scared to be alone with me because there were so many medications. And, you know, I didn't, I figured, oh, I'll be able to manage. But she was scared that she wouldn't know because you, you had to take some medications in the morning, some in the afternoon, some at night. And, uh, but you know what? We got through it. And, and we will, too. You will, definitely, because yeah. you have so many people telling God that you've got to get through it. We will, we will, and thank you so much, Joni. I know we got a couple more callers I got to get to, but thank you so much. I was going to mention, Bill, that uh, when I had my stints done, well, one of the times, uh, <laughs> I uh, after I came out of being under the anesthetic, which was basically for pain, not not to put me to sleep. Um. I was talking to the doctor and I said something about something he had said when I was when I was doing the uh, I mean when he was doing the operation and uh, he said oh you remember all that he said I better be careful what I say (laughs) (laughs) true Tim Tim did we get a voicemail yeah we do Um, I don't know if this will come across very well, but here we go. Hey, this is Lady Guy. Um, you got us to call and say, and thank you, though. Um, it's upcoming surgery. And I'm trying so hard to get in on the uh, live topic problem for some reason I'm taking in. But getting through the back door, I guess. And uh, before I got to pay all the way, I can get in there. So any guys in conversation, but, uh, anyway, yeah, both of our Thank you. Bye. Anyway, um, sorry, that was, um, she uses Alexa. Yeah. Whoops, sorry about that. I didn't mean to say her name. <laughs> the A lady. <laughs> no, just drive them all crazy, Tim. Yeah. Just drive them all crazy, Tim, would you? Yeah. <laughs> and we have one more hand raised okay. from Julie McCullough. Okay. Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? All right. Good morning. And Bill, certainly pray. I'm certainly praying for you as you prepare and have your heart surgery. And you'll probably just come back with so much energy, you just won't know what to do. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just getting old, Julie. Well, now you know that wasn't the case, and you're not getting old at all. Uh, but 
and you'll get a lot older and and still have tons of energy when you get this over with. Well, so. you know, some of my neighbors here are in their 80s and they're walking three miles a day and two or three miles and doing all kinds of things. So, yeah, yep. it can definitely be done. No so question. that's probably what they'll want you to do. And, yeah. and you may find that some of those neighbors have are going through have had gone have gone through the same procedure that you'll be going through. Yes. Yeah. And well, probably cut back on all your salt. Oh, oh yeah, man. <laughs> and so don't it. say that, Tim. Oh my God, you don't know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> One of the neighbors, she said she had open heart surgery, and she's back going. And her husband. He rides three miles a day on his bike and walks and does all kinds of things. So it can be done. There's no question. So we do we have, have one more hand from okay. Mickey Quenzer out there okay. in, I think, Kentucky, is it? Somewhere like that. Go yeah, on. Can you unmute yourself, Mickey? Yeah. Hey, um, Mickey. So I'm sorry to start off from the very beginning, but I hear that, Bill, you're going to be having surgery. Um, when is it going to happen? We don't know exactly, Mickey, but within the next couple of weeks in that range. Oh, then, okay. All right. Well, many people have gone through it, so you just, you know, keep the faith and just, um, you know, the things you worry about, put them on a list, and the things you can do something about, do something about them. But other than that, just let the rest go. Going to. And technology will still be here. Um, the website, the radio station, and the things that I do, I'll still be here. Yep. <laughs> It'll all have to, you know, and we've got to do it. So that's it. You know. You yep, just, that's right. Um, the last quick thing is I wanted to say that for some reason today, um, I used to be able to say um, to the lady, Play Legend Oldies Radio from TuneIn, but now TuneIn is saying that it's, you're not there anymore. So I don't know how you trace that. Um, I don't know, but I suspect, Mickey, that TuneIn is having a problem because yeah. the, the reason I'm saying that and not putting the blame on us is because, A, we haven't changed anything, and B, Tim was having troubles and jeff was too getting a lot of radio stations from tune in today. yeah it is there is something going on with it i agree is the best is that a best the best thing to tell alexa oops the, the lady yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that is the best thing to say it but unfortunately okay. we don't have any control over oh i know their algorithm or however they say to say it but i suspect that is the problem yeah. Um, okay. Well, it does. I Luckily, suspect. it still works on one of my Echo Dots, but on my other, everything else, it doesn't. <laughs> well, we're having problems with Cumulus stations, some other stations. So, um, in uh, over the last few weeks, I've been noticing problems, especially in the morning on some of these. So it's it's going on. Um, yeah, I have a feeling I they could they could be reaching some capacity issues of you know or something. I don't know. That you know, that's what you guys were talking about the clubhouse. Um, I I can't even figure out how to sign up to that silly thing. Um, I got went in there and I I can't figure out which uh, link to click on. I'm pretty good with the iPhone, but for some odd reason, I don't get it. <laughs> Maybe Mike but or anyway. Jeff could could explain that to you. Yeah, um, yeah. You installed the app, 
I mean, I don't know when yeah. you say click on link, you get the app, and then you have to. Uh, it's assigned to your phone number. It affixes to your phone yeah, number. Yeah, but you got to so. get to it. I mean, it's got to. Ah. Yeah, I when I open it up, it doesn't have any buttons that are English. Are you sure you have the right app, Vicky? Uh, it's the only one that I saw that 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 sounded that looked like that one. Because well, I know when I opened, you don't. when, when I opened it up, it 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 said uh, it asked me if I wanted to get on the waiting list for an invite because you can do that. Huh. But, but okay, well, I'll check it out again. But I, I I know that it worked fine for me. But again, and, and what kind of phone are you using? It's an iPhone. Okay, I just wanted to. I don't know because I'm just sorry. Yeah, you fact, must have the wrong iPhone. app or something. There's thousands of people, blind folks, using it. And, yeah, uh, it's, it's weird. <clears throat> I I just tried uh, play Legend of Leaves. Asking uh-huh. a lady and it works fine. So yeah, I know. It's a conspiracy, <laughs> Mickey. It's Unfortunately, a conspiracy. these things nobody can. You know, you can't. It seems like the the prog, the broadcasters themselves can't can't figure out why. And um, you know, they really need to have some kind of better tracing ability somehow when things go wrong like that. But anyway, um, it's you know, it's all new technology, and some of it gets overloaded and. It's it's kind of the old the old West coming back in a different way. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I I think one thing that would help, and there's been a lot of talk on Twitter about this, is if we get rid of so many different apps for different kinds of radio. If we could have one app, uh, radio. You, you can't even tell the difference with TuneIn. Um, I have I have TuneIn Radio and TuneIn Pro. And now that I installed both of them, I can't figure out which one to get rid of. Well, get rid of TuneIn Pro. Get, get rid oh. of TuneIn Radio. If you have TuneIn Pro, you have TuneIn Radio without the advertising. So get right. rid of well, TuneIn. Keep TuneIn Pro and get rid of. There's nothing different well, between them. The, well, the, I think the difference is that you have one. I don't. I haven't subscribed because I don't. I, I don't have the money for all the different subscriptions oh, that come out. Just keep your so, just keep your regular tune in and get rid of the yeah. pro. If you're not going to okay. subscribe until you do, because yeah. it won't make any difference. And really, to tell you the truth, tune in pro is not that big a thing. Yeah, they don't have um, commercials if you listen to <laughs> CNN, but I'd rather hear the commercials and the way they botch up the replays. So, yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, tell you the right. truth, you know, you're better off without yeah. uh, TuneIn Pro. Yeah. Because they don't do I... sports or anything. Okay. Music you can hear anywhere. Yeah, I know. But I would, I just want to keep listening to the legend and the silly thing won't let me in on my, I have a Bose, uh, Bose 500 speaker it's been working fine, but now all of a sudden today, you know, hopefully it'll fix itself. I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> but will, Bill, you take care of you yourself. Too. Thank and, you, Mickey. And keep listening and let me know if you continue to have problems. And I'll see what I can do to screw it up some more. Maybe I don't I was, know. But we'll, I was going to say, I recommend restarting your device. Oh, yeah. I've had to yeah, do exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Just. Uh, you know, these devices can get corrupted. They do updates. Just I know, unplug I've had to re- and re- redo this. Do we have any more hands? Before? We have one more hand raised from Julie McCullough, and then uh, that's it so far. So, okay. Julie, can you, un- can you unmute yourself, please? Go ahead, Julie. You are unmuted. Okay, I've had an issue with TuneIn, but it'll say that, you know, it's not, uh, it's not available from TuneIn right now. 
And I just wait a few minutes. Sometimes I have to try several times, but it will get in eventually. But nothing yeah. wants to Sometimes come up right away. Nothing is nothing like a good reboot. And I noticed Debbie was in, but I think she's, I think she just left the meeting. But good morning, Debbie from Lafayette. I want to say that. I know we've got a, a long demo coming up here in a minute. Um, how long is this demo today? Chris. This demo is about 41 or 42 minutes. Oh, so we better be getting to that pretty soon. Uh, yeah, so people have a chance to ask questions if they want to. All right. Um, let me see here. It's Yeah, we got just a few minutes. Anybody else have anything before we start doing? Well, well we're going to no hands. flush away um, here in just a moment, but been very very responsive this morning and i can't wait to try out what mike and jeff's been talking about that it's going to be great 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 um any type of conversation or information i'm i'm all in for so guys tell us a little bit about what what we're going to be talking about. I never even heard the name before, much this less smart. This is called a smart bidet. They have bidets all over Europe, and they're getting more common here, and they're getting more affordable here. You do not have to replace your toilet for this particular model. Now, I guess there are some really expensive ones where you do. This is something you attach that is... Well, I don't know what to say. In the interest of cleanliness, it will wash and dry you. Um, Dave wanted a heated toilet seat, and in looking for one, I found this, which includes a heated toilet seat for not a lot more money. The one thing we did not mention in the demo is you do need to flush it. It does not flush for you. Oh, no. And and did you spell bidet? B, I did. It's spelled B-I-D-E-T. I spelled it twice during the demo. Bidet. I'll I tell you what they won't come to or get to. But um, if you're into gadgets and comfort, and that's all I can say. And Dave really likes this. This so... I, I do. It's great. I, I got tired of having a cold toilet seat at two o'clock in the morning, so uh, this took care of that problem. Well, <laughs> I don't want to stand in the way of progress, so here we go. Well, good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today we are going to do something that is way out of the ordinary. But the coffee club went to the toilet. The coffee club is going to the toilet. <laughs> that's better than in the toilet. Well, yeah, that's about it. Today we are going to demonstrate um, or talk about and yeah, we're not gonna sort of demonstrate maybe with a towel or we'll, something like that. We'll fake demonstrate. Yeah. Um, it, this unit is called a bidet. And the first thing I will do is let Chris give you some information about this product. For the past number of years, my husband has been uh, really upset about the cold toilet seat in the winter here. Um, so 
we our bathroom has a window that's could be better insulated but it's a really nice window that his dad bought and put in some years back and so when we replaced our windows we didn't want to take it out and we have to keep the heat off in there because the register affects the thermostat it's right outside the door the thermostat is so anyway it is cold in there so he sent me on a hunt a couple weeks ago for a heated toilet seat well in the process i found not only a heated toilet seat but one that with heated water that and heated dryer that uh, washes and dries for not much more than just the heated seats. So we decided to give it a try. And the one we decided to try is called a heated bidet. And bidet is spelled B as in Bravo, I, D as in Delta, E, T as in Tango. This is a model S as in Sam, B as in Bravo, 1000. We purchased it from Amazon. <clears throat> it's 200 well, we purchased it for $240. It is currently 241.99 or you have the option to pay $48 a month for 5 months. Um the only thing you need to know is when you if you're going to order one, make absolutely certain that you know whether you have a round toilet or an oval toilet, the model numbers are the same. The price is only, it's $8 more for a round toilet for whatever reason. It may be just a different seller, I don't know. But at any rate, you do need to know that. And um, I have included information for both and links for both in the Coffee Club notes. The number to Smart Bidet, should you want to talk to them, is 800 800- 515-3430. That's 800-515-3430. And in all honesty, these products are probably available locally. I did see that according to some things I saw on the Smart Bidet website, uh, Home Depot has them. I'm sure other places do too. It was convenient for us to buy through Amazon, so that's what we did. Well, I, when Chris found it, I became very excited because uh, I was hoping if I could get this installed, um, when I if I would have to get up at two o'clock in the morning and I wouldn't be sitting on a cold toilet seat. It has been a really big deal around here. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've had it for about two weeks and we really like it. Right. So. Um, the unit came, and um, I took the unit out of the box, and in the box, there is the toilet seat and lid and electronics, and it's it's all one piece when you take that out of the box. We should tell you, you, you install it over your regular toilet. You don't change toilets, not right. for this one. The toilet itself, it, you're just going to add this to it. So anyway, you, you take that that you that big unit out of the box, and it's a real mess trying to get it out of all that styrofoam and stuff that's it's in well there. Packed. <laughs> Probably weight with, with the seat and the lid and the electronics, which are mounted on the back end of the of the seat. Our our toilet is an oval bowl. 
and and as Chris said, there are, there there's also the round bowl. So you look at the bowl and see which one you have. Well, I had to wait for my clock to shut up, and it did, finally. this was the hour, so it was going to be a long one. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, when you take that unit out of the, out of the box, and it's in a plastic bag, and you got to mess around try to get that out of the plastic bag. And then they have cardboard between the seat and the lid, and you got to get that out. It's very well packed. Right. <clears throat> and once you have it out, you'll see a power cord that's hanging out of the, it would be the back of the unit and uh, it's in a bag and, and if I remember we had to cut that bag off of the cord yes, so you want to be careful when you try to um, remove the, the bag from the cord so once you have that out of the out of its bag and you got the power cord untied you know out of the out of its little bag and and all that kind of stuff and you can stretch your cord out now it's a good idea before you do this to find out if in your bathroom you have a receptacle to plug it in close to where the toilet is because if if you if you have to move the uh if you have to have uh, an electrical connection that's farther away, then you're going to need something called an appliance cord, which is a heavy-duty cord, and uh, to reach from from the uh, the cord that's on the bidet to wherever the ground fault or GFI receptacle is. Now they. Your appliance extension cords, the the ones we always buy, we they all say rated for air conditioners even, so they're they're good and heavy and they come in different lengths. And they're very well designed um, extension cords. Amazon would be happy to sell you one. Yeah. <laughs> and there's all, all different lengths, you know, three, six, ten. 15, you know, whatever. So anyway, now that we got that out of the way, uh, so we have the unit out of the box and we have the, uh, we know, um, let's take a look at the, the seat and the lid. And if I'm, if I'm looking at the, the front of the seat or and when with the lid down, uh, by this, by the way, this has a one of these deals where when you put the lid down, it goes down very slowly. It doesn't slam down, which is a very good idea. You just have to just kind of flick it toward you. Yeah, you just sort forward. of flick it down, and, and it'll go down. It'll go down on its own, and it'll take it what about five seconds, maybe. Yeah. To eliminate the slamming. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway. That's the front of the seat and then in the lid. And if you take your hands from the front of the seat to the back of the seat, at the back end of the seat, there is a rectangular box. This is all plastic, by the way. And um, that's where all your electronics are and the dryer and water valves and things like that are. But it, it never gets in your way. I right. Mean, once you it does. It once on, it's, it's mounted... It's, it's not in the way. way. It's laying. It's kind of laying down, and it goes. The longness is from right to left, and it, it never gets in the way. Okay. Then in the box, you have a couple of bags. You have um, 
two bags with water lines in them, and then you have another bag that's got two little plastic things. They're little rectangular plastic things. They're flat on one one on the bottom, and uh, and an open. They're open on the top. And, um, well, I guess you could reverse that and say they're open on the bottom because that's what they're going to be once you put them, when you go to put them on. And then there is another bag that has a plastic plate in it. So what we're going to do first is we're going to go over to the, the new, the, the old, your, your toilet, and we're going to remove the old toilet seat and it's very easy to do it's if you take your hands towards the back towards the tank of the toilet um, you will find um, in about the middle on the left and right there's little plastic caps right there well hopefully if yeah. they haven't come off yeah if they haven't they, they off. have a tendency not to they stay on but they have a tendency not to stay closed so anyway you're gonna you're gonna take those caps off and then you'll see a uh, a bolt that has uh, like a regular screwdriver slot in it and if you take your hands down in underneath the bowl about where um, and, well you're gonna find where that bolt is sticking down through the bowl the the toilet and and then it's got a, a um, plastic nut that's screwed on there and then you'll see a water line that's connected to where that that plastic nut some of them are metal and so you're going to follow that water line over to a your main water valve and you're going to turn that valve off second thing you're going to do is flush your toilet so that you're going to get most of the water out of there okay so now we've done that we have it flushed and so what we're going to do is remove those bolts from uh, the bottom you're going to screw that nut uh, the, you, the first thing you do is screw the uh, line off of your toilet that's connected to that it has that plastic nut on the end of it you're going to screw that off and it's it's normally it's a flexible line and you can sort of push it out of the way once you have it screwed off and you might want to have a little pan there because sometimes there's a little bit of water there you don't want to get water all over the floor so when you take that line off you might get a little bit of runoff of water until it's 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 all out of the tank and all out of the line that goes to your water valve so we're going to go back over to where those bolts are going down through and we have a regular screwdriver and uh, I'm going to use my hand and hopefully the the nut that's on the end of the bolt underneath your bowl uh, you can screw it off. If not, you may have to use some, uh, something like a pair of pliers or whatever or a wrench to get a hold of that and turn it to loosen it and screw that off. You do that with both bolts and you pull them out and the seat and the lid will come right off of the toilet. So now... Uh, in that in that box, as I was saying earlier, there's a there's a, a plate that's in there. It's a plastic uh, plate, and. 
and <clears throat> it has a flat side, and and that goes down. You lay that down on the toilet, and you'll see. Since you took those bolts out of the out of the toilet, you'll see a on this plate on the left and the right of this plate. If you have the flat side of that plate down against the toilet. Um, there's a square opening on the left and the right. And so you want to sort of center that to see where, where your where your bolt holes are in a toilet as opposed to that square opening there. And then you, in the in the box, there's the pack, as I said, with two little plastic rectangular pieces. And it's open. They're open on uh, on the top or, or bottom, rather, and and flat on the top. So, what you have to do is you take the new plastic bolts that are in the in in the box. Well, you, hopefully you have them out of the box, and you're going to put the bolts down through. Um, this uh, plate one on the left and one on the right and you're going to line this plate so that the, the bolts that you're putting down through are going to go into the holes that are left on, on the toilet where you took the old seat off they're going to go down through that hole and then you're going to take uh, so you, you do the one uh, from the left and the one on the right and then you're going to take these little plastic things, uh, rectangular pieces, and you're going to put them, you're going to turn them so they go right to left so that the opening is on, is facing down against the plate so that they're going from left to right and they will line up if you if you keep them straight the bolt will go inside that opening that's under there that's the head of the bolt goes into that little uh, rectangular piece and it the rectangular piece rests in that square from left to right and you do the same thing that's the first bolt and you do the same thing with the second bolt and uh, once you have that centered so that uh, the plate is centered and it's lined up and everything then you put the uh, there's a little rubber gasket that slides on to the new bolt it's all in the basket in the bag with the bolt and you put that up on there on the bolt and then you um, you put that on the bolt and then you put the uh, plastic nut on the bolt and screw that down as tight as you can turn it with your hands you don't want to force tighten that because you know toilets are porcelain in most cases and and you don't want to break something so you want to get that bolt those bolts down as tight as you can get them with your hands and <clears throat> that will hold that plate uh, into place on the on the on the uh, on to, onto the toilet. Then you take the um, the first.
first thing you're going to have, uh, the other thing you have in, in the box is, is a little thing called a T-valve. And a T-valve is a... Um, it has threads on one end of the valve and then threads on the other end of the valve and then another piece, which would be the other part of the T, um, is is also uh, threaded. So, well, I take that back. The, the, the one end of the T-valve has a nut on it and the other, the other end has threads. And then the one on the top has threads. So... What I did with ours is I turned, I, I took the, uh, I screwed off the, the line from my, instead of taking it off at the toilet, I took it off at the, um, at the, the main water valve. I screwed that off. I had to use a wrench and I screwed that off, got a little bit of water came out of there and I caught it with a pan. And I, after I had turned the water valve off, of course, <laughs> you don't want to do that when it's turned on. You might get soaked. But anyway, so I'm, I'm going to install that T-valve to the main water valve. So uh, the, the, the one end of the uh, T-valve has a nut on it, and you screw that onto the water valve, the main water valve. And then the other end goes to the line that comes off of your toilet. So if you had already taken it off, you might want to use one of the new water lines that came with it. Unless, like in my case, I had recently replaced mine, so I didn't figure, well, you know, I I didn't really need to use it. So you screw, you have the T-valve screwed onto your main water valve, and you screw the line from your toilet onto the the end that's directly on the opposite side of that T-valve, and tighten it up. And uh, you might want to use a wrench on those, um, but don't force tighten them because there, there's a little gasket inside those uh, those connections and you don't want to crush it. So anyway, that connects the toilet um, back to the T-valve, leaving an opening. Uh, when I put mine on, I faced that other, that, the other opening up. Okay, so then what you do is you take... You come over and you grab your um, seat, lid, and electronics. It's all one piece. And if you look at the bottom of it, on underneath, on the left and on the right, there is an opening. It has like little uh, slots. And what you do is you line the slots up from the bidet to the uh the plate that you that you put on the uh, on the toilet, and you slide the two together, and you push on them until it snaps into place, and that mounts that whole unit to the toilet seat and all. Pretty amazing. Then on the left hand side of the bidet, on the back end where the electronics are, is a. It is a water valve, and um, 
So what you do now is there is uh, you can use uh, the line that came with the bidet, and you take one end of that and you screw that onto that that opening in that T valve that I had facing up. And uh, you screw one end of that onto that T-valve, tighten it up, and then you take the other end, and, and this water valve on the bidet swivels uh, so you can turn it a little bit to adjust it to wherever you want it to make your line line up the best. And you screw that at the end of that line onto the water valve that's on the bidet. Tighten it up, and... That's your water connections, and that's all you need to do on that end. Uh, then you're going to, uh, on the right-hand side of the the electronics, is a power cord, and that's the one you know that I said. Uh, hopefully, it's uh, close enough that it'll reach your GFI receptacle, because there's usually a ground fault uh, receptacle in your bathroom, or there should be if there isn't. Well, unless your bathroom's really old. Yeah. Mine didn't have one, but this one does. This one has two. So, anyway, uh, you will plug the um, if if you if you need an if you need one of those appliance cords, you'll plug the uh, power cord from the bidet into that, and then that into your GFI receptacle. And then what you do is you come over to your main water valve and you turn that valve on and check for any leaks. And, and uh, that's the point at which you should hear your tank fill up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Your what? You'll you should hear your the water tank on your uh, toilet filling up. And uh, once it's filled up, check, you know, uh, the, the the connections at the T-valve and the connections at the main valve and the connection at the toilet. Make sure you don't have any leaks. And also the, the connection on the other end of the line that goes to the bidet. And make sure there are no water leaks. Okay, I'm going to lay my recorder down. Now, in the box, there is a remote control. <laughs> this is kind of nice. And it comes with a little holder that has some, uh, you know, that, that sticky tape on it or not. You peel it off and stick it on. So you can stick that on the wall or something up above so you have access to reach it. And you can set the remote control in the holder. So, you know, and that's pretty much self-explanatory. You don't want to lose the remote. So first thing you have to do with the remote is install the battery, and it is a CR2032 battery that goes in there. Um, they did supply the batteries, but you they didn't install the battery. So that's the only place where you need the battery. And on the back, and you can always tell the... the back end of the remote, uh, if you flip it upside down and turn it so that uh, you're looking at it from left to right, you know, uh, horizontally, uh, and you'll find a little battery door. There's a little place where you can take your fingers and sort of press on it and slide it away from you and like to the right, for example, and that opens up the battery door. You pop your battery down in there with the plus side or the skinny side of that battery facing down make sure it goes in there tight and slide the door back on and that's the end of that 
So that's the uh, the battery installation, and now we'll take a look at the uh, remote control. And I'm going to turn it so that I'm it's turning. I'm turning it um, lengthwise uh, towards me and away from me. And uh, the way I can tell the top of the remote is because over on the left-hand side, about oh, an inch down, I'll find uh, a button. And then if I come over to the right of that button and slightly up, I'll find two more buttons that are running from left to right. So the top of your remote, you hold it much like you would a TV remote. Right. And the top of the remote would have three buttons that they're not quite in a straight line, but they're close, and the bottom would only have two. So, so. The, the, the top left button is water. The second button, it's it's over. I'm going. Uh, this is from the left to right. And there's a little space, and then I come to up up just a slight bit, and I'll come to those two other buttons. That just the first button that I come to uh, is uh, plus, and we'll we'll go underneath that and another button right underneath it is a minus then if I come over again I have another plus and a minus the first two plus and minuses are for water and the second two pluses and minuses uh, is for heat then we come down and Chris if I screw this up you can let me know the uh, go back over to the left and I'll come down to the second button down and that one is heat okay so if you wanted to adjust the heat temperature you would press that button and then use the first uh, second set of pluses and minuses to adjust the heat temperature and that's pretty much for when you use that second button down, that's pretty much for heat in the seat. Right. Okay, then we come over. Let's see, we took care of that row. So we're going to come down and we're going to find a, a space on the left and bring my hand o- I'll bring my hand over to about the center. In fact, it is in the center. There is a button in the center. There is a button in the center that is the stop button so you can stop it if you if you've had it if you feel like that's enough you can stop it (laughs) okay or if it comes out really cold you can stop it (laughs) okay then i will come back over to the left and i will come down you know uh to it would be actually the second button up from the bottom and um that button is I can't pronounce it. Posterior. Posterior. <laughs> so you can adjust that. You can, you can use adjust the pressure and the, the heat pressure and the heat with those buttons up at the top. With the pluses and the minuses. Okay, and then the next button. Uh, let's see. Over. Oh, going to the right. The next. Uh, well, it, you have to come over and then. There's a space. There's a space, and then there is another button, and that one is female. for female. 
So, ladies, you got your own button. Yep. How about that? That's hmm. exciting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody ought to have one of those. Uh, okay, anyhow, that's the end of that row. Then we will come down. Uh, let's see. You got an open space. You got an open space. Just like you had for the stop button. And if you look at the very bottom of the remote, which is we're just about there, that you'll see clear over on the left is the dryer button. And then right up above it is where we want to be. In the center. And we're gonna we're gonna come up slightly above that dryer button and move your hand over to the right. And there is a turbo button. And that gives you some real high water pressure and stuff. It's great. It's great stuff. And that's that that's your that's your that row of buttons. There's no more on that row. There's just that one. <laughs> and then we'll come down to the bottom and the first one as I said on the left was the dryer button. And you can adjust the heat on that too. Right. You can use uh the pluses and minuses, the two sets up there. Uh I think the the first set of plus and minuses adjusts the speed, I believe. And then you come over and straight over there's a long space and another button and that button is oscillate. Oscillate. So that it makes if if you're getting a wash, it makes the nozzles go side to side. And, and, and a little bit of a rotation. If you want, if you want them to. Now, for those of you who have a little bit of vision, that button is going to be very, very hard to see the writing on because I called Ira because I couldn't read it with the Opticon. It is in a really, really, really pale yellow, and they had a hard time even seeing it. So, but that's uh, then, of course, the last button on the bottom. On the right. On the right. Right below the oscillate. That that one is an energy saver. And you know how that is. When you're not using it, it just goes into energy saving mode. If you don't want to use it, you just don't press that button. And the thing about it is once you get these set for different functions like posterior, female, and turbo, once you get it set the way you like it, all you have to do is press one of those three buttons and you get what you get i mean it yeah whatever you had it set yeah, at that's, that's what, what you, get. you get yeah so if you use the female or you use the so if there's two girls in the house you need to agree and yeah. that way you don't have to switch it right and that takes care of the remote control when you push these buttons, uh, I can't hear it very well. Chris can hear it better than I can, but the buttons will beep. When like, like if you're changing the heat level or the water pressure level, they will beep every time you change it. And there's a double beep, two really quick beeps when you get to the last one and it starts over because it'll go like one to four or one to five ever how it's different for different settings but ever how many choices you have when you get to the end and it, it'll start back at the beginning you'll get a really quick double beep but the one thing that's that's really nice about about this it does cut down on the use of toilet paper because it does have the wash and you might use a little bit of 
toilet paper. Well, um, yeah, you should keep. But some you can out. use the wash, and when that's done, you you go down and you press the dryer button, and when you get out of there, you feel real good. Do you? Do we want to <laughs> take them back before we give the last information and let them hear it? We'll see what we we might have to. We're going to trick it. We're not going to press any of the buttons to make it beep, though, because I don't want to mess our settings up. Okay, so we're going to walk back here to where this unit is. I'm going to give you the control here, Chris. Okay. So what we're going to do... Uh, <clears throat> the, way, the way we have our setup now, we have the heat set to low on the toilet seat, so it constantly keeps the, the seat just warm. But to activate the sensors, and that's something we should mention, they do have sensors in the toilet seat. It is skin activated. So when you sit down, you want to make sure your clothes in the front aren't making contact because it needs your skin to make contact. So you trick it with a warm, wet washcloth. That's... And I'm going to put a towel over it so we don't get water everywhere. Okay. So I'm not sure what she's going to do here first. I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do turbo. They'll be the most likely to hear that. Okay. So what what she does now, we've tricked it as if somebody was sitting on it. And uh, hopefully this will work. Um, You need to also know it's going to clean its own jets. Yeah, it cleans the the nozzles and stuff when it's done. So here we go. That's cleaning. Now it's going to spray. I have a towel over it. No, it's washing. Washing the towel. (laughs) You'll probably get a nice wet towel out of it. Yeah, you will. That's the... uh... Okay, I'm going to stop it. It runs for about a minute. Now it's going to clean again. Now I'm going to now I'm going to run the dryer. amazing and you can set the temperature of the heat of the dryer and as soon as you get up the dryer will stop or you can stop it yeah either that or you can let it go and i think the dryer will run if you if you stay on the if you if you're sitting on it it'll run for about three minutes and then it'll shut off but as soon as you get up off of the uh the toilet it'll stop there it goes see it stopped and of course, the the heat we can't really demonstrate that because you can't hear heat. <laughs> it doesn't have a blower or anything other than for the dryer. So that's um, you can go ahead and put that back up on the. Yeah, I did. And I don't know of any other way how to it, it explain this any better than I did, but that's how. <laughs> I think I could even I think I could even install one now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy, and I did get lucky. I had no water leaks and stuff, which is the and biggest thing that you want to make sure that you... And we broke the customer service guy in because uh, I think we were the first blind people he ever talked to in his whole entire life. But when he got it, it took him a while to get it, 
But when he got what we what we needed, when he understood finally, he was really good. Well, he kept telling me, you, you look at the bottom of the unit and there's a diagram. And I kept telling him, sir, uh, I can't see that. And he kept repeating it. And finally, I said, uh, sir, if you'll listen to me just a second, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what my problem is. And I said, if I need a physical description of this particular uh, plate that I was looking at. I said, and I told him, I said, there's got to be some words you can use that will tell us which way the plate goes. And he, and between the two of us, he finally got it. Yeah, his English was not real good, but when he got it, he did one excellent job. So I imagine he had a story to tell when he went home that night. <laughs> anyway, that's how this unit works, and we really like it. And I think if, if any of you folks decide to invest in one of those, you'll find out how nice it really is. I've always wondered what one would be like, and uh, never Never figuring I would ever have one. I mean, you know, that's kind of a luxury item, but it was worth the money. Well, Chris, do you want to give the information about the product one more time? This is called a Smart Bidet, B-I-D-E-T. It's obviously a French word. You need to know if you have a round or an oval toilet. I've put links to both in the coffee club notes. Um, I, we got ours from Amazon. The oval right now is two, $241 and I think I said 99 cents with a, or you can buy it for $48 and 40 cents over a five month period. The round is two forty nine ninety nine. I don't know why the difference and I don't know why you can't buy that over time. It, it doesn't mention it if you can. The model number on each one, are both they're both the same. It's S as in Sam, B as in Bravo, 1000. Uh, they, they are available at Home Depot from what the website says and other places too, I'm sure. But Amazon was convenient for us. And if you want to speak to Smart Bidet, you can call 800 515 That's 800 515-3430. Well, as we said, it does exactly, as I always say, what it's supposed to do, what they say it will. And it made us very happy. We're very pleased with the product. If you have any questions, you can also email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he needs some help answering the questions, he'll get a hold of us, and we'll make sure you get the answers you need. Or if you have any comments or questions regarding the Smart Bidet during this live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646 558 8656, that's 646-558-8656. When you're asked for a user ID, enter 848-725-450, that's 848-725-450. Press pound as instructed. When you're asked for a user ID, press pound one more time, and you'll be in the room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding the smart bidet 
Well, that's all the time we have for this Out of the Ordinary demo. Stay tuned next week for another another exciting exciting demo. demo. Well, there he goes. (laughs) We just flushed that one away. It's all behind me now, Dave. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was painful, wasn't it, Jenny? <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I, I didn't mean to offend you guys. Speaking I'm of sorry. pain and behind, it all went down the drain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of all right, all right. Guess who's had his hand raised? Guess he probably Bill. has three. Probably. Do you, want, do you want to hear from Bill? Bill, Bill has his yeah, hand Brad, raised. Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Go, go ahead, Bill. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm here. Uh, it sounds great, but uh, Tim, what do you do if someday the heater, the water doesn't work? You catapult yourself to the ceiling, right? Uh, you hit stop quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you know where that stop button is. <laughs> you got to make sure you find that, right? <laughs> okay. You take a cold shower. <laughs> oh, that's an option. But you guys really love this thing. I mean, and we're, I'm assuming that the... Uh, Customer service was probably some person either in India or some foreign country. Am I am I correct? Do you... I think it was here, but he obviously wasn't from here. Okay. But once once he figured out, once we got the point across that we couldn't see the remote control, he got really he got good, really, really fast. good at it. Then, huh? We have a call. Should I go ahead with it? A hand. And there's also, uh, I know, I think it's Doug in Pittsburgh also. Where are we going? Oh, go ahead. No, you go, Tim. Okay, I was going to say, I'll play this. It's not very long here. Good morning, Bill and Coffee Club crew. This is Debbie in Lafayette, Indiana. I tried to get in on Zoom, and I was in the waiting room, but nobody ever acknowledged me. Maybe something wasn't working right with my phone. Who knows? Anyway, I wanted to say, Bill, that you are definitely in my prayers, and you have been, and I believe you're going to come through this fantabulously. And I want to ask if they don't mind repeating the name of that app that creates the rooms and stuff. And I was wondering if they're going to have a room for people in the coffee club. I think that'd be cool to talk to a bunch of you people. I'm always telling my husband I'd like to meet a lot of you. So that's all I have. And y'all have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay, Debbie, I did see you in the waiting room. I thought you was brought in. I apologize. Uh, I did admit her, but... Yeah, I know, Chris, you did admit her. Yeah, because I thought I saw you. I thought thought she did come in, but maybe it didn't work. I don't know. I don't remember if she came in, but I did admit her. Yeah, and it's hey this, Doug, Doug, unmute yourself. It's called Club. I did. <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all ahead of you now. Go ahead, Doug. I'm, I'm sorry, I was clogged up for a little bit here. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Bill, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, you have not mentioned the closing of Fry's Electronics. We, we we did before the show, Doug. Actually, oh. we did. We did talk yeah. about it. Cl- Fry's Club. Wow, that's kind of sad. I remember you guys spent many an hour in there. Yes. Man, those were good memories, weren't they, Doug? Going there. And- definitely, definitely. That place had everything from fully assembled computers to any part you'd want. 
uh, it was just a an awesome store. It's very sad to see it go. Did they, did they, were they affected by the COVID nineteen, Doug, or did they say why they were closing? Or I don't know. I just saw something that said they were closing their doors at midnight last night. Boom! That was it. That and the announcement wasn't made till yesterday. And wow. uh, Doug, you got your sister a com. Was it there or was it the other computer place? We got your sister that computer. It was at the other place. Yeah, but, but we I bought got sound some... cards there and other stuff. We bought, I don't know what all we bought there, but oh, it was, a, it was a neat little, store. You got those little jam box speakers there. Yeah. The one that you messed up and had to get Dave to help you fix your phone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yeah. smoked it. That's the it's one. Smoke, it was smoking inside. Hey, I got to thank you, Doug, because uh, you were the one that told me about getting a USB sound card. And I think I called you about that, but I, I rather than having the, my police scanner which i feed on the internet through uh, through radio reference and broadcastify i actually bought a small usb sound card put that plug my scanner it my plug my scanner into that thing and uh, and it works great it's it's dependable it never fails yeah definitely those little uh little sound cards are have been lifesavers for me um so i i would recommend anybody have one on hand if their speech dies or gets redirected somewhere else it's easy enough to plug one of those cards in and the speech will just get routed to it um so that's what i use them for No question yeah but fries yeah we were talking about that before we came on duck and yeah don't know why we didn't mention it but yeah gone and you and i would a couple years when you would come to visit we would make a special trip to yeah so in the last few months, we've lost Universal Radio, which was a really good, good uh, shortwave and re- regular radio shopping spot, and um, ham gear, of course, and and now we've lost fries. It's kind of sad to see it all go. I wonder if the ham station is you still think, open in Evansville. You think Best Buy and Amazon are just taking over? I'm sure that's a lot of it. You know what they're going to do with Best Buy eventually? They're not going to go out. They may not go out of business, but a lot of these places will become fulfillment centers. Let's say you want to order something like uh, a computer, and you get it from Best Buy. Well, you may not you, you may not be able to go in and just buy it and pick it off the shelf. But what what may happen for people who want it is some of these stores are, are reinventing themselves as fulfillment centers. So that I go to Best Buy, I've ordered the computer online, and I pick it up at Best Buy myself and bring it home. Uh, yeah, and, and some of that's going to be it, well. And something else has changed, Doug. Chris made an order the other day from Walmart. dot com, and they actually personally delivered it from the store to her. Wow! Right, Chris? Wow! Uh, yeah, they had. Uh, I got a text that morning that it was available at the store and it would be delivered that day, and I had just ordered it the night before. And it wasn't a door, nice. it wasn't it wasn't someone from DoorDash or something like that. No, Chris? no, it was it was it was brought to me in an actual Walmart bag. Wow, they brought it to the house. So pretty wild. You never know, buddy, what's going to happen on here. But that web that the app is called Clubhouse. So that's a that's a good thing to know. Clubhouse. Are you on that yet, Doug? No, I'm not. And I know we're running short, but I just wanted to say best of luck, Bill, and uh, hope um, it all goes well. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Um, but I know we're out of time, so I'm going to let you guys go so you can do what you need to do. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Bye-bye.
Bill, I know you have your hand raised, but we're going to run a little late. But if you can make it quick, can you do that? Uh, yeah, yeah, real quick. You guys are talking about stores closing. There's a store here in Chicago that, well, mainly sells mattresses. I forget the exact name of it. I hear it all the time. But they have no sales personnel in the store. You go in the store, you look at your mattress, you can try your mattress, everything, and you go over, I guess, to a console or something, and you order your mattress, and they deliver it to you the next day. And they and, they, and the doors at 9 o'clock automatically lock. If you're in there, you can get out, but you can't get in. It's an all-electronic store. Too bad if you have There's questions. No, <laughs> no salesperson whatsoever in there. There you go. Well, too bad if you have a question. That's beside the point, I guess. Right. You know, right. I just mentioned that's a new technology they're using now. The, well, it's a this, way to save money. Store, I guess. Right. It's a way to save money. Right. So and people don't have jobs. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, I'll let you guys go. You go. Good Thank luck, you, Bill. Bill. Thank you. Okay. All, right. All right. Well, I guess it's time to call this to a close because Tim is chomping at the bit and he's ready. We do have a recipe for monkey bread. Oh, okay. Go ahead and do that, and I'll. And if anybody has any more questions about the bidet, they can email the coffee club, and we'll watch for them. This is quick monkey bread: one half cup of granulated sugar, two teaspoons of ground cinnamon, three cans of refrigerated biscuits, each biscuit cut into quarters, one stick or one half cup of butter or margarine. One half, I mean, one cup of brown sugar. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Grease your bunt pan. Mix sugar and cinnamon together in a mixing bowl and dredge your biscuit pieces in that and layer them in the bunt pan. Melt your butter and brown sugar on low heat until sugar is dissolved, or you could do it in the microwave 30 seconds at a time, probably. Pour the butter and brown sugar mixture over your biscuits. And bake until golden brown, 45 to 50 minutes. Let cool for about five minutes in the pan. And put your plate on top of your bunt pan and just flip it all over and let the um, biscuits come out of the pan and the cinnamon and sugar and butter all drip off of it. And that's it. Well, thank you very much. Sounds good, too. That Uh, sounds good. All right, Tim, take it away, buddy. I was just going to say it's a lot cheaper to to do it yourself than it is to buy it on QVC. They had four pounds <laughs> right. for $48. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, I think I'll yeah. make it myself. 